Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. What's going on, Facebook Live, YouTube, boys and girls of the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another OG show live, Mr. Randall, Brian, good to see you, man, yes, you as well, my friend, Chris Cabral's in the chat, says evening, happy 4th, happy 4th of July to everybody out there, but not only that. Happy birthday to all you listeners out there. Paddle and Finn just turned five. Holy smokes. Mr. Rittenauer, how you doing, the big, sir? The big five. Five <laughs> years of podcasting. I, If you had to guess, how many episodes do you think we've done together? Gee, I wouldn't know, man. A lot. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> I know you've been on, like, I know you've done, like, way more, you know. I mean, not obviously not with me, but just collectively, geez, man, you got to be yeah, easily I, 600, 700 episodes, uh, I think. I don't know. I know, I think currently Paddle and Finn has almost 1,300 episodes. Yeah, I would say you're probably, I mean, because we account for, like, what? 
good four or maybe in the fives. Well, we had like a pretty much a whole year of just us at the beginning, right? And then, you know, added on all the other shows and stuff like that. And obviously, I've jumped on a lot of those other shows, a lot of other podcasts, plus the new Canoe podcast I do as well. I, we we had a killer show last night. Uh, we had uh, uh, our team member uh, Buzz Byerline on. Caught a thirteen pound largemouth down. What's Florida. that dude's name? Buzz Byerline. Yeah, yeah, legit. Buzz Byerline. All these all these guys have cool names. <laughs> like I have, I'm so jealous. I have such a dorky name. It's just so. It's just like cookie cutter. <laughs> you know, everybody else has got these cool. Nah, man, I'm so jealous. Yeah, it's. Uh, I remember the first time I met him. I think it was down at ICAST last year. Yeah, I think it was last year. And uh, he's like, "Hey, man, my name's Buzz." I was like, "Buzz, what's up?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, what's up, Buzz? But uh, it was funny, man, because he sent me. We played the video. He got it all on GoPro. I mean, first of all, it's a fish of a lifetime, right? And that's kind of the was the title for the show was a fish of a lifetime. And uh, actually, I might have the thumbnail still here. I'll pop it up if I do. But um, yeah, yeah, here it is, dude. Check this out. Look at that fish. Oh, that's, the belly. Well, he Thank sure you. is holding it out forward a lot. <laughs> no, he, so <laughs> I don't obviously with my, you know, Photoshop editing Jeez. skills, uh, I cut them out, you know, and just kind of put them in front of that new Knuth, uh logo and yeah. through his name and the unlimited show right but uh um that's actually a screenshot from his gopro so you imagine how wide a gopro shot is right and yeah i mean he's standing the gopros in the back of the kayak and he's standing in front of his seat so he's not it looks like it but he's not and uh, excuse me and uh it's funny because he had sent me the video the night before so we could you know, kind of preview that on the show. And uh, it's funny because I download it and it, you know, how like computers will automatically pop it up after you download, or at least a Mac does, right? And uh, I hear, what the heck? Is this another gator? And I'm like, <laughs> first of all, it's kind of messed up, right? Like when you think you just hooked into another gator, because obviously I'm from the Midwest, right? But, um, it was buried in a ton of weeds and like he's fumbling around to get his net because he had to paddle back into the spot and uh it's just thick uh uh grass and uh he was he said there was these big open holes and it was about five foot deep and he was just running a a a speed worm over the top of the top of the weeds and this thing came out and lunged at it but i mean when he released that photo i remember we were talking about it on the show it was like it almost looked like a gator's mouth like sticking out of the water dude because that jaw was just so big on that fish you know (laughs) but uh yeah wild stuff man wild stuff it's a big fish man how much did that thing end up weighing it was like 12.98 or something and i said He's like, yeah, it's not 13. I was like, Buzz, that's 13 in my book. You always round up when you're a fisherman. Right? Sure. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> but, <I> mean, <laughs> I'm like, dude, that's fish of a lifetime, man. You can't beat it, right? Like, Yeah. That'd be I'm pretty like, insane. And that's what I said to him. I was like, if you think about it, like, 
99.9% of all fishermen will never see a fish that big in their entire life. Yeah. You know, we're all chasing it, obviously, right? And we'd love to catch a, you know, 10 plus pound fish, but I'm like, dude, how cool is that? You know, yeah, and, that and the fact awesome, that you caught it on video and, you know, got the release. There's, there's proof. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Well, and that's the thing, too. Like, he, uh, he was trying to take photos on his phone of the scale with the fish in it. And like, you know how that is, you're standing in a kayak, you get this, he, and it was funny because in the video, he's, he's like, uh, I don't think my scale, this thing will fit on my scale or something. And I'm thinking to myself, like buzz, most scales go like 25 to 50 pounds or something like that. Right. And I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? And he's like, dude, I was caught up in such a moment. He was referring to his bump board. Oh. And he said it, you know, because most yeah. catch bump boards, like the bass version, goes to 26. It went past the 26. He said it was probably like 26 and an eighth. He doesn't think it was a quarter. But, oh. um, I mean, what a what a That's crazy. huge yeah. fish, dude. Crazy accomplishment. Chris says he's planning a OHIV 2024 vacation. That's one of the um, Bassmaster just released the top 100 list. And I know that was up there in like the top 10. And I know, uh, I think it was my old man was telling me that Malax, where I just was a couple weeks ago, that was up there too. I mean, dude. I would assume so. It's like one of, you know what I mean? You hear about that lake a lot. Especially up north, obviously. Well, and what's funny is it's known as a walleye lake, right? And uh, the smallmouth there, like, not a lot of guys, and especially local guys, are fishing for smallmouth. They're all out there fishing for walters, you know? And I know we talked about that on a previous podcast, but it's it's just crazy to me, man. Like, you could catch a legit trophy of a lifetime, um, you know, and, and those guys are out chasing, you know, fillets instead you know yeah well you know <laughs> you but gotta eat i get it i get it trust me i'm i'm no stranger if i catch a walter it's going in the box right yep. so uh, it's uh yeah i believe it but um yeah man it's uh it's one of those things but what are you gonna do yeah uh, and uh uh my boss and his son just got back from the st lawrence river up in new york his kid caught a six and a half pound smallmouth oh nice that's big yeah i'll have to let me see if i can find that real quick pop it up on the screen yeah it's dude i mean i was like (laughs) when he texted me the photo right i was like that's it that's all you got (laughs) (laughs) it's like just being a total smart ass obviously but uh Man, I mean that thing just looks redonkulous. I mean, what a what a fish! Conventional uh, fishing or like fly? No, they were conventional fishing, yeah. and uh, they got it on one of the new uh, new Dubro baits uh, that we're about to release because I stocked go. those guys up before they left. And uh, man, what a what a giant! Um, but uh as we sit in silence i'm like wait no i'm looking for it i (laughs) I forget what because we had a group chat at work going and it's in that one um but i mean again 
that's a fish of a lifetime, right? Like when are you ever going to catch that again? Right. Like a six plus pound smallmouth. I mean, and that's an area, right. That's not talked about a ton, the St. Lawrence river up there in New York. And, uh, they were, uh, they were bed fishing. Um, obviously it was spawn up there just, uh, what last week, week before. So, I mean, New York's been cold too, but I mean, what a, what a fish I'm trying to get it to, uh, do you, um, you guys got into, like, when you went uh, with your dad up north, you guys got into just a bunch of walleye, didn't you? Or, or were you guys hitting smallies, too? No, all smallmouth. They all were smallmouth. all on beds. Um, okay. Yeah, it was – I saw Walters um, because the one spot where I found um, a bunch of bunch of bedded fish and cruising fish, um, they were um, up on the shoal that was – probably mile and a half offshore and and if you've never been to malax right like you got to be careful on that lake in a powerboat which we were in but on a kayak obviously you'd be fine but there's all these big rock shoals like way out (laughs) offshore so those fish they'll go out into the deeper water and then when they come up you know they're you know, they're not having, having to make the long trek in the, in the shore. I mean, don't get me wrong. There was, there was areas we found fish like that, that were, uh, bedded up, um, up close to shore around docks and things like that. But, you know, up there, you just look for huge boulders. I mean, boulders, the size of my desk, right. If not bigger. And there'd be four beds around that huge boulder. And it's crazy too, because up there, they have um, uh, what's the the snail type deal? Um, God, why can't I think of it? Yeah, I, I can't remember what it was called. Uh, is it an invasive species? Yeah, 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 yeah. What's that? Uh, <laughs> that's I just wanted to sound zebra, smart. Zebra yeah. mussels. Zebra. Oh, mussels. that's not a snail. <laughs> well, whatever. It looks like a snail, right? I, I, now I knew that. I knew what that was. But what's crazy is like you can see the beds because usually up by those rocky areas, there's a ton of zebra mussels. So when they fan the beds, it's a bunch of you got like a white outline around the bed from them fanning off the zebra mussels getting down to the gravel that they're laying their eggs and stuff. in. So it's almost like you have a target that you can aim for. Right. Oh, gotcha. And it, it, it was crazy. I mean, literally that one shoal that I found in, in, you know, I was on Navionics looking at spots to go and um, there was a big rock Island out there too, real close to the shoal that I found. And, you know, luckily go out to go to the rock Island while a bunch of walleye guys were trolling around it in circles. I'm like, there's no point in even going in there to check it out. So I cruised into that shoal and uh, there was one bass boat out there, just one. And I'm like, all right, you know, whatever, let's check this out. And you're, you're looking, you're looking, you're looking. And then all of a sudden you see the bigger boulders and I'm like, oh, there's going to be fish here. And sure enough, <clears throat> you'd see, you know, three beds in a freaking eight foot area, you know, like eight by eight area. And it was, it was game on after that. But, um, man, <laughs> I feel like I still haven't found the picture. Well, no, I found the picture. My yeah. 
my airdrop won't work. Uh, oh man, technology. Yeah, yeah, love it. Come on, Apple. Technology-wise, I made a change. Uh, well, we still got cable in the house, but it's been become very uh, inconsistent. Let's sure. say, especially when you're working from home. But uh, so now I got the Verizon wireless, and we're on it right now. Works pretty good. Yeah, you got a clear signal. It's a nice Wi-Fi. Yeah, not bad. Well, I know John Rapp's been using the Starlink, and it was working great until the leaves grew in on his trees. Well, yeah, that's usually a problem. <laughs> He's either going to have to cut them or put it on a tower. Yeah, right, right, right. So uh, just real quick, I mean, obviously, we, we mentioned the birthday. Uh, favorite episode? Favorite episode? I'd have to say the first one I was ever on. As a guest or as a host? Yeah, as a guest. Technically, that's what you're asking. What? Because you were the I, guest? I mean, I'd have been dre- No, because it was like, yeah, first experience, you know, first, uh, never been on it. You know, the nervous feeling you feel about like talking live and. I remember you were sitting stuff. at that big desk, like you were like some big businessman or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm so bad. that's me. I'm doing that right now. I'm not gonna show you my desk though. It's pretty dirty. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not I know a how good that goes. There's all goes. kinds of there's like stuff that shouldn't even be on this desk. I don't know. It's just kind of a catch-all right now. <laughs> That's funny. But now you're Mr. Big Dog with the big L going on. With the big L. Yeah, oh, like, L shaped desk. Like an L shaped, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell? <clears throat> I emailed me myself the picture and it didn't come through. There's like two dudes hanging out. Technology, man. Yep. <clears throat> Maybe if I save the photo, <laughs> do that. It's funny because this is so everybody, this is how we would be off the air. So this is real. <laughs> Raw, live, and unfiltered, right? That's, that's true. That's true. <clears throat> but. Yeah, man, it's uh, it, it's crazy to think five years of the grind, right? I mean, yeah, it's well, it's starting off with like with you and Scott, and then I came in, and then uh, growing it to all of the uh, segments that are on there now, you know, and then the group we have. Yeah, I mean, I I fished with uh, uh, Scott. Uh, what what was that? Um, Last weekend? It's either last weekend or the weekend before. I don't know. Everything runs together nowadays. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I uh, fished with him and his son, and uh, we got his son to break his PB again. Every time he fishes with me, he breaks his PB. Only broke it by like an ounce, but yeah. I mean, that counts, right? And that's what I told him. Oh, yeah. You know, winning's winning, whether it's by an inch. <laughs> Or buy an ounce. <laughs> yeah, what the heck was it? Uh, four pounds, nine ounces, I think it was. You know? All right. That's not bad. You're up on know. his uh, home lake, right? Uh, we were on my home lake. Oh, you were on yours? Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Here's I miss your lake. God, Here's I miss pike fishing so bad. There's this <clears throat> mall mouth. That's literally a football. 
I mean, look at that thing, dude. Yeah, that thing doesn't even really look like a fish. <laughs> it just looks like a shape. Well, you could tell it was up on beds, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, look at how beat up that tail is. Yeah. But that is a big fish. Can't beat that, man. Cannot beat that. Uh, nope. Got the altering crocs going on. <laughs> oh, shoot. Um, Mike, I got you. I see your message. The iCast hustle is real, bro. I'm writing <laughs> a note so I can send it to you right after this. Yeah, when are you leaving for iCast? I owe him a logo. Uh, week from today, so no show next week. Um, sorry. If I don't do this, I'll freaking forget. Um, yeah, week from today, uh, I leave driving down to Moving Water Outfitters uh, kayak shop and uh, visiting with them. Uh, we just opened them up with uh, as a dealer for some of our new product. Dropping off their first order, picking up uh, old Matt Gibson in Indiana, uh, right there outside of Indianapolis. And then uh, we're driving to Chattanooga that night. Friday, we'll fish uh, in Chattanooga, myself, Matt, and um, John Rapp. What day uh, is that? Uh, Friday. Friday. Yeah. Um, we got to do a big media shoot, so I'm not even really fishing. I'm just fishing with the camera, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. So yeah. we're shooting a bunch of content, which, which will be really fun and... Uh, uh, I also got a new product today from Lakewood Products that we're going to shoot a bunch of stuff for. If you're a big swim bait guy or gal, uh, definitely watch their social media on the 4th of July. They're releasing it early, um, but it's uh, you guys will like it. If you throw big swim baits, check that out. Lakewood Products. And... Uh, so we're doing that, and then uh, we're driving down to uh, – <laughs> Mike says, give jo Big John a hard time for me. That's easy, man. That That's yeah. a given. That's a given, bro. <laughs> uh, from there, we're driving down to uh, Atlanta, um, and then uh, we're going to go by Westbrook Supply, see Fletch and Mike and all those guys, and uh, maybe get to do some fishing with Fletch on uh, Saturday. Uh, it sounds like uh, down in the Atlanta area. And then from there, we head to uh, Crystal River, Florida, um, Saturday night and uh, Sunday morning. We're fishing uh, with the saltwater guide that we got last year, uh, which was a blast. I'm looking forward to that because that was my first time fishing saltwater, right? And last year, we caught 13 different species or something. So this year we got a, a little bit bigger group. We actually have two boats uh, chartered and taking us out. It's not offshore. It's all inshore, which is fun. You're fishing with uh, spinning gear. And last year I caught that 30-pound black drum. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I bet that was fun. That was <laughs> getting totally it, was, it, was like, it was like hooking into a log that just kept going like this. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, like uh that was a, a heck of a fight and a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to that. And then uh Sunday night we cruise over to Orlando and then Monday we start moving into the booth and then uh uh Tuesday will kind of be an off day. Uh I know me, Jimmy Skinner, Garrett, and possibly John and Matt. Um, are all going to go fish Toho Tuesday morning. So that'll be fun. Um, and then Tuesday afternoon, we're going to go shoot a podcast. That'll go up live Wednesday. Uh, we're going to release all the new Dubro stuff right here on Paddle and Finn Wednesday morning. And, um, and then Wednesday starts the show and it's game on. There you go. Damn, it's a nice trip. I think Tuesday night I'm supposed to have, I think it's either Tuesday or Wednesday night, I'm having dinner with uh, old Drew Gregory. Oh, there you go. So The infamous. Get to see, get to see old uh, five-foot-nothing Drew. <laughs> Shout out, Drew. But, uh, no, man, it's good stuff. Action-packed week. And then, uh, yeah, I'm leaving straight from the show Friday because I got to be in central indiana saturday afternoon and uh i gotta be there for saturday sunday for uh, show uh, another show different show uh, actually it's uh, an event uh not a fishing event uh, it's for our other company sponsoring a big uh uh control airplane competition oh yeah i think you're okay yeah. i remember you talking about so that. i get to go hang out with those guys and there you go uh you know all that cool stuff. And then back to the, the grind Monday morning and, you know, following up on all the, the leads at iCast and stuff like that. Have you seen any of the new products that have recently come out from other companies? No, no, I haven't. Actually, I'm surprised I haven't seen like a ton of, I haven't sought any out. Uh, well, I saw uh, this morning um, on the fishing wire, uh, Plano released a new uh, jerk bait box in their um, uh, what do they call that series of boxes? I got like two or three of them for the tackle. Yeah, Plano makes great shit. Yeah, it's that Plano yellow box with the sealable lid. Yeah, they yeah. came out with a jerk bait box, which is really slick looking. Uh, retail, I think, on it I read was going to be thirty nine ninety nine. So. Typical, you know, price for the Plano Edge. Thank you, Michael Ridenauer. I knew you would cover me. (laughs) But yeah, it's a it's a jerk bait box, and the jerk baits like lay in there flat, and like they have like a molded notch for the baits to just sit in there. And then the Plano Edge boxes, those are real thin, right? So the lid keeps it in there. Uh, Thanks, Chris Cabral. everybody's trying to type edge as fast as they can i couldn't <laughs> think of it I, again it's it's been chaotic um but uh yeah i'm i'm super stoked about that uh i might be able to find that and pull that up um i miss plano too <laughs> it was so like so if i don't know if anybody knows but me and brian lived right by there so they have an outlet store and so any of their off-colored stuff or maybe they like they i don't know too much product whatever um stuff that just didn't make the cut but it's still functional and works you can go there and buy it at a fraction of the price you can't retail 
Yeah, right, right, right. Plus, they got blinds in there from like, uh, what is that, a mirror well, step? And they uh, own, uh, they yeah. own a few different companies. Yeah, uh, ice fishing. Like, there's, there's all kinds of stuff in there. So if you live by Plano, it's a cool place to go check out. You know, if you can make it. Here it is. I found it. I found it. Let me share this. Love the Plano Edge. I'm gonna have to check that out. I'll, let's check it out right now together, Mike. Uh, boom, boom, boom. boom. So you can kind of see it there. Oh, there the, you go in the background. But let's scroll this. Scroll yeah, because it's like I mean, how annoying is that? Like going into like a like a thirty six hundred or whatever, and you got them all. They're all attached to each other, and you know, because you know, while you're fishing, you just end up chucking them into one spot. Can store up to 20 jerk baits. It's a 3,700 size box. Uh, protects the finish, hooks, and action. Yeah, that looks a lot better. Give me a better picture. Because it goes right into this other thing. I'll find another picture, but you get the concept, right? Like, it's, sure. it's sitting there. And especially nowadays, man, like, you know, I'm I'm one of those guys, right? I I have some mega bass jerk baits, and I mean those things are twenty five bucks a pop. Yeah. So you got them bouncing around loose in a in a in a box, and you're just like, the heck is that? Yeah, yeah. I know all mine are all bunched together right now as we speak. <laughs> There's probably like six of them just tangled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah, in yeah. one spot. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> well, that's one of their new products that they're uh, they're releasing down there at the ICAST. And then uh, what plastic company was it, too? I saw this morning they're releasing a plastic bait that's real similar to um, that new Yamamoto um, bait. What is that? The, it, it looks like a freaking turd. Right, it's just like a real thick round thing with a little tail, and um, this new bait that the company I was watching the video and I forget what it was off the top of my head, but now that I think about it, that might have been on the fishing wire as well. Um, when I was watching the video and the guy was explaining it, you know, he was talking about it looks like a uh crawfish body, body without pinchers right and how you know <laughs> i just read a comment to give you that detail oh did you all right <laughs> yeah. well for mike <laughs> did he say who it was that released it no i'm waiting for that next okay. mike get on it but yeah it 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 looks like a crawfish body with no pinchers and um you know they were talking about how you know to a bass it's an easy <clears throat> meal and yeah 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 well, and that would definitely be different. I mean, yeah, it does look, look like a beetle, some kind of water bug, you know, something to that avail. They'll still chomp on that. Yeah, here we go. I mean, they'll eat. They'll eat a you know, um, a TRD. So, <laughs> I mean, that's right. just like a little nub, you know. Sure, it kind of looks like a fish. You know, it it looks like a lot of things, right? Yeah. You could you a halgrimite. Right, right. Almost, you, could... you know. <clears throat> I 
There's a better. Yeah, that's way that. cleaner than the way I keep mine. Yeah. Yeah. So I may have to pick one of those up. Gotta love it. Yeah, I think Chris was asking how many boxes you keep on her kayaks. Uh, I'll let you go first. I think I do. I have a combination of uh, like the bags for plastics and mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I they're all thirty six hundreds and they just kind of mismatch. I mean, they're just so I would say like probably seven because most of them are crankbaits because I'm a little bit of a crankbait junkie. Well, it depends on where I'm fishing, right? Like, True. I know um, I've taken as many as eight thirty-seven hundred boxes <clears throat> in my Yak Gadget crate, and that's because my one Plano Edge is real thin. And in the back part of that crate, you can kind of stack those a little oddball, so that way you could get you know four in the back or whatever, three, whatever it is. But, and I'm the yeah. same way too because I use those. Um, mesh billfold bags by lakewood and i love those for my plastic and i'll throw those under my seat because it's that um i forget what what material exactly that is but it's almost like a uh a real dense uh rubber plastic coating over a mesh so that way if your stuff gets wet it drains you know your your stuff isn't sitting inside a bag full of water um, and that's the beauty of those things, man. I can pull one of those up. You know what? Mine are 37s too. I don't know why I'm calling them 36s. I think it's because I was using like those, I think they're a, a version of like a 3640 or something like that. I forget. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah but uh, the 37s, I mean, but yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, like I said, six, seven of those easily. Plus, they got like, you know, they keep water out and all that good stuff. So, not that that's a thing, you know, because we're we're dealing with water to begin with, but uh, for longevity, uh, without stuff rusting, they're good boxes though. Love them. How they like lock up and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, here we go. Good multi-use too. I put a, <clears throat> a power cell in one of those and used to run that twelve volt one when I used to run the uh, my fish finder with it. Yeah. I like dremeled out a spot in one of those, and <coughs> so those things are pretty good for multi-use. Yeah, these are those mesh bags. I've even they have this clip on the back. I've even clipped that on the back of my seat, but it's got yeah. a Velcro cover front, and then it's got a zipper on both sides. So it, it's pretty slick, man. These things yeah. are awesome. Yeah, and I think it's made, made in America. That's that's always a quality thing to look for, but. And it's got the the two dividers in there, so it's almost like you got three separate compartments. But I took um, anybody that's ever traveled or seen me on the road. I usually have <laughs> the big Plano bins, right? And I'll have I used to keep all my plastic in a, uh, you know, like the plastic. I want to say Tupperware, but it's not Tupperware. It's like the plastic bins, you know, with the lids. And I'd have them marked. I got rid of all those and I picked up, I got, what do I got? Like 16 of those bags now. So now I got it all divided up that way, but it's less. Um, I can fit all that stuff in one, 
pretty much one big uh, Plano case that I carry on the road um, versus having three of those. You know what I mean? It just takes yeah. up less room with those mesh bags. And man, it's great. And I usually keep one empty so that way I can go through, pull out of whatever I need or say, I know I'm I'm going to be like all finesse fishing. I'll grab the drop shot bag and yeah. maybe like the shaky head bag. I got another one with all of my like stick baits and, you know, your, your punching stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah. it's it's nice to keep that stuff separated. But also, if you know you're going to need a few of like certain things, like like come tournament day, like pre-fishing's over and you know you need this bait, this bait, and that bait, like now I can just load one bag throw it under the seat and boom bob's your uncle yep or dave you know <laughs> or jim that's true there's yeah. probably other ones there's probably other ones too <laughs> <laughs> now that lakewood one's good i like those bags i mean i'm i'm still like obviously it's like super partial to the plano ones but the drawback is you get those things wet enough enough times mm-hmm. yeah they get yep. a little i don't know they get like uh, a lot of bacteria buildup, I think, in the bottom of them, and then they start a little, to smell. Yeah. Gets a little grimy, yeah. So sure. having something that can aerate, you know, it's very nice. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> quick quick dry is good because it's like throwing some river shoes in your truck and forgetting about them on a hot summer day. Well, yeah, and and that's just it too, right? Like if you get caught out in the rain, you know, we all gotta you know air crap out, you know, and it's just that's one thing now you don't have yep. to pull everything out of one bag you can just leave that bag sit there you know like i've literally yep. experienced that and you know it's great it's great well plus too with those plano cases if you take that rubber liner out mm-hmm. like air can move freely you know for the most part um or you can crack them you know and then you, everything just airs out sure 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 you know yeah i dig it man it's uh it's good stuff I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I always get excited this time of year because, and who doesn't if you're a fisherman, right? This is when you get to see all the great stuff being released either for the rest of this year or the beginning of next year, right? But it's always a tease for those items you can't get till next year, you know, or December usually, yep. um, you know, because now everybody's drooling at the mouth to get it. And then it's, it's tough to get those things once they do get released, right? But are you guys like releasing any product people can buy at that time? I mean, I know it's more of a trade show, but uh, yeah. So, um, uh, we got a whole new bait lineup that's getting released. Um, how much can I say? <laughs> True, I'm thinking you, about you that, only got right? a week left, so I mean, you know, um. Yeah, so our bait lineup is uh, super unique. Um, uh, we're calling it the Average Joe series, right? So it's going to be super affordable. Uh, a company we work with in another uh, division of our company, not in the fishing side, um, they actually, we went to them and uh, had our Plastisol designed with them. So it's not available to any other bait company. And I think people are going to be really, really happy with it. Um, I know I sent, I don't think I sent Mike the new 
plastic. I think I sent him the stuff we were messing with prior. So I don't think Mike's got the actual plastisol that we're going to be using. Um, but uh, because we went through those steps and we had to uh, design that stuff, there's going to be a couple week lead time on that, but we'll be doing pre-sales on the baits. Um, and then the other stuff we're releasing will be available um, for purchase uh, starting Wednesday morning at ICAST when we release everything. There you go. Mike says, holding out, shaking my head. <laughs> Mike, when I get back, whatever's left over, I'll send your way. You'll be happy. Trust me. Yeah, you'll get sloppy seconds, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's kind of cool, man, going through that whole process, right? Because that, that whole lineup was kind of my brainchild. And, uh, uh, you know, we'll have eight patterns available, uh, 14 different colors in each um and i'm just gonna stop now but the biggest thing is gonna be the price point like and that's what's gonna kill it you know what i mean yeah so uh we're super stoked for that and uh you know diving deep and there's a more elaborate plan there right like this is the first series of many and um you know as months come we'll add more colors we'll add more patterns to that average joe series but there's a couple other series down the road, not only for bass fishermen, uh, I can say that, but um, just give you guys a little little teaser, you know what I mean? Um, but uh, we got some kayak-related products that we're uh, releasing as well, and uh, yeah, all that good stuff. Mike says, I put big fish in the boat with them in Dale Hollow and locally. Yeah, yeah and then that's how uh, me and... Uh, uh you know mike started talking you know at the dale hollow event i was like hey man what are you throwing and uh you know it's like swim baits i was like try these and i threw him some of our existing ones which i will say this weekend uh our existing uh soft plastics lineup on dubro fishing is all going to be 30 percent off this weekend till the fourth of july so we're kind of blowing those out because we have the new ones coming in. So we got some swim baits, uh, some finesse worms, uh, two craw, uh, two craws, and uh, a tube uh, currently, but limited colors in that. A lot of that is like one to three colors, right? In each one of those patterns. So. We're blowing those out. We're having more options and uh, more options that uh, the average guy uses. Um, hence the average Joe series. Uh, thanks, Chat GBT, for the top twenty bass fishing lure colors out there on the market today. So, so I can see the wheels turning <laughs> and the smoke coming out of your ears right now. <laughs> <laughs> no <I'm> good <laughs> but nothing upstairs empty it's an interesting process you know and it's it's funny right because like we're talking about this stuff now but you know how hard it's been to bite my tongue since like december oh yeah i bet you know what i mean <clears throat> you just want to tell the world and you just gotta yeah 
Uh, Mike, the sale for the existing Dewey Bates um, starts tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. and goes till midnight on the 4th of July. Uh, those will all be 30% off uh, starting in the morning. And then uh, new Dewey Bates launch at ICAST. And uh, those will be available for purchase starting Wednesday morning. Um, should start shipping um, first week August, worst case scenario. So hopefully before that. But uh, the kayak products, those will be available for purchase and shipping right away that Wednesday morning of ICAST. Um, and then we got uh, some of that stuff plays a role in a boat and things like that, plus our existing product lineup, which is great. So, yeah, this weekend uh, we got rod racks. All rod racks are 10, 10, 15% off. The Dewey Bates are 30%. Uh, uh, sun shirts and swag are 15%. We got American made sun shirts. Those things are badass and they're hooded. Um, what else we got on sale this weekend? I forget. There'll be a post up on Dubro fishing tomorrow for sure, but yeah. But how about you, man? I know you went and explored some new water down there by you, eh? With your yeah. Yeah, there's a so there's a river right like coming out the end of Norris Lake. <clears throat> it's uh pretty good for trout. Ended up getting it some some decent trout. Um having a good time, you know, it's throwing like spinners. Um uh, actually was just doing a river drift with my kid uh with Seth who you know. Yeah. And then um yeah, I was just like, you know, just exploring the the area and we did about 6 hour a 6 hour drift. Nice. Which he was like, he was like, man, if I had known. <laughs> yeah, that's like, when you wait to you. tell him how long it's really yeah. going to be, right? That's why I told him like four to six. I was like, it really just depends. Sure. And the water was running kind of slow, but uh, <clears throat> they ended up letting out water while we were in there. But we were in the back of this creek, and we came up on like a ton um, of trout, you know, back there and big ones. I mean, I saw like some 16s easy. Yeah. Well, you know, I know you had sent me a picture, and I was like, "Oh snap, where's that at?" Next time I come yeah. down, we got to go hit that. You know? Yeah, it, it's a great area, and it's super easy to. I mean, if you bring your motor, like we can just go up the river. We don't even have to do sure um, the drift. Like, and actually, sure. so in this river too, there are some giant stripers. Uh, oh, just, nice! And I saw one under Seth. Uh, in another area but off but close to where i saw one before and this thing i'm not even kidding you dude i mean it was like so thick like this thing turned underneath the kayak i was like holy god that's yeah. such a thick fish and this water's crystal clear sure so, i mean when, when i saw this thing i was like oh my god i cannot believe those things are getting that big in there <clears throat> But, Mike is asking, uh, where are you at, Jay? Located. So I'm east side of Tennessee, man. Like basically Knoxville area. There's uh there's a river that goes right in front of my house that's uh got a lot of a lot of good fishies in it. <laughs> but uh no, but it's been cool. I mean, we've been exploring 
there's a, a the lower parts of it um i've gotten into some bass nothing crazy um still gotta like learn the river um need to get past this one spot uh just like go a little further because like so it's a, it's the clinch um but it goes into um what is it the the offshoots are uh like melton hill lake and then watts bar Nice, nice. So Watts yeah, Bar is like 40 minutes from here. Which is the Tennessee River. Tennessee thing. River, yeah. Right. <clears throat> yeah, so the clinch meets up with that. But, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, but there's just, I mean, just off of this uh, series over here, um, you know, plus Norris. I mean, Norris is an amazing reservoir. It's a huge lake, uh, just huge, over 700 miles of shoreline. And then you've got Douglas and Cherokee. And those are all within, you know, easy driving distance from here. Um, you know, plus, you know, Chattanooga is not far at all. That's, you know, like a couple hours. I mean, you know, there's tons of lakes in between here and there that are like, you know, um, probably on that list in uh, Bassmaster. Sure, know? sure, sure, but, sure. But, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a gorgeous area out here, man. It's still all kind of new um, fishing-wise and stuff. I'm supposed to go out with uh, just Parrot. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Learn how to get in some walleyes on Norris. Um, you know, but just generally just kind of get shown around and stuff. But but uh I don't know, it's pretty cool. I mean, there's it's a lot different than back home because back home it's all like little lakes, you know, besides like Michigan, of course, but everything else is like small compared to out here. Yeah, right, um, right. I mean, and plus all the creeks and streams and you know, the rivers and I don't know. It's just a better it, it's way more wet out here <laughs> right. so there's a there's a lot to get in you know get into plus hunting right so that all that stuff like adjoins to it too so while you're hunting you're actually able to check out um, other water spots and everything launches and <clears throat> yeah but uh yeah mike it's pretty cool out here man yeah if you ever want to come out this way let me know it's like we'll hook up what's and then i can i mean i like exploring new areas too just uh with somebody new so and melton hill seems like a pretty cool place to to fish i mean that thing is just uh it's neat how it just basically like a dragon tail with all yeah. these offshoots and all these little bays and um but it's a real interesting landscape out here for sure yeah i mean that water looked beautiful in that image you had sent me and uh man it was good to see you and the boy out on the water for sure and, and yeah. not only that, but, you know, finding some fish and, and all that good stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like, it was cool because we were drifting, too, with the drift boats. Oh, so, nice. I mean, the river is, like, big enough to do it. So, yeah, we were cruising. Um, there's actually, surprisingly enough, there's, there's it's a it's not like a well-kept secret around the area. So, there's some commercial, uh, you know, drift boats and everything. But um, I don't know, dude. I was catching. So, I was like, all right, this is cool. You know, I want to try out some other, you know, some other uh, techniques that I've learned, like, in the past to maybe just, you know, uh, you know, just b- bounce some uh, some weights, you know, or, you know, just, I don't know, just bounce as much as you can uh, through the middle of the rivers and whatnot. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. You know, right now, just the rooster tail is king. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, you know, he didn't want to fish, so I took the ultralights. I was like, eh. Let's go have some fun and it was fun i miss catching <laughs> fish on the ultralights heck yeah man you can't beat that 
You can't no, beat dude. that. Uh, it's like you know, people can knock this stuff as much as they want. It's you. I've caught a twenty-inch fish on that thing. I mean, you, you'll catch all kinds of stuff on a uh, you know uh, on an ultralight, like let alone a rooster tail. So I mean, it's like don't count them out, man. I mean, you don't have to be, you know, the big guy throwing uh, you know on a you know six and a half seven foot rod all the time. You know, it's like whatever, man. Go out there and have fun. Um. Chris Cabral says, uh, any plans to visit Clear Lake or the Delta here in Cali? Those are two bucket list fisheries for me. And uh, I know uh, my man Shane Lamont out there has always invited me out. And uh, I don't have it scheduled yet, man, but that is something I got to get accomplished and checked off the old bucket list. You know, I'd still like to go to North Dakota and try to get into uh, some of those trophy pike up there. You've been talking about that, man. Um, yeah. I don't have access to pike anymore. So it's, but I mean, it's, they, it's the Canada of uh, the United States. Yeah. It's been said there's uh, some choice lakes out there to go fish. Well, I know a good friend of both of ours, I guess, uh, Scotty Purrs, man. He fished a walleye tournament out there back in the day, and it's a flooded reservoir, right? And they were running crankbaits through the – like the water depth was, what, 80 feet in these trees that were submerged from when they dammed it. Um, The top of the trees were 30 to 40 feet down. And they were running crankbaits through the top of the trees, and they lost a crap load of crankbaits, but they were catching fish. Like oh, those sure. walleyes were just <laughs> sitting there at the top of the trees, you know, which was wild. But I know you get a lot of cool lakes like that. There's uh, Devil's Lake, which is very well known and in the ice fishing world. And not only that, but uh, uh, open water too. For walleyes, pike, perch, jumbo perch, you know, things like that. But yeah, all the good things. And I mean, that's the thing, right? You don't think of uh, uh, fishing when you talk about, you know, the Dakotas, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, and that's, and I've been, um, I mean, I've been up that way before, but, uh, I mean, never really got to explore the area. Sure, sure, you know, sure, sure. It was more South Dakota, but um, it looks. I mean, I think it looks nice up there. I, I mean, it's a nice, it's a nice state. I mean, there's plenty to do up there. Very uh, outdoor friendly for sure. Yeah, I think it's one of the only one or two of the only states you can uh, actually go out and hunt buffalo. But I believe that's uh, the one of the states where you have to hire a a, a guide in order to do so. Yeah, I don't, you know I, what I mean. So that way, it's yeah. protecting it, and you know, you don't have to, uh, you know, go out and botch up some some buffalo, right? Are these wild buffalo, or are they like farm type? Like no, wild, wild, no, wild, completely wild. Hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, other than Yellowstone, um, Dakotas have done a a big push to 
repopulate the buffalo population. You know, that used to be a huge um, spot for buffalo way back in the day before they, you know, were hunted out, you know? Yeah. Which is wild. Yep. So we need to go to Cali, it looks like, and fish with Chris. Idaho. We got to get you on sturgeon. I'll I'll just I'll just film it. You'll have a do you have a smallmouth fishing out there, dude? It's so nice. It's 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 a it's cool to be able to just to be like, eh, I'm, you know, the sturgeon ain't they're not biting. Let's go get some smallies, then get yeah, in a yeah. whole bunch of smallies. You know, it's so nice. Mike says, come to my yeah, my neck deep creek lake in Maryland has crazy numbers of pike, crazy busy in summer, but once colder can hammer them. Oh, that's nice. Well, it, it, what was that? Saturday or Sunday? I sent you that photo. Uh, I think it was Saturday. <laughs> I'm out fishing with my old man, and uh, I catch a pike on a shaky head. And my old man's like, why the hell are you taking a picture of that thing? Yeah. I was like, oh, I got to send it to Jay. It'll piss him off a little bit. Yeah. It'll make him miss home a little. <laughs> and he's, he's in the yeah. back of the boat cracking up, you know? I do. So. I still have some pike from your house here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fillets. Like, I mean, it, we're, I think, coming up on like, I don't know, it's probably two years now, but ah, it's like, it's the last packet I got. But I would, that's all I thought. I was like, dude, you could get like at least like three pounds <laughs> off that thing. It's funny because my old man said the same thing. He's like, that's good eating right there. And I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, and told the whole story of the one time you came out during winter and we caught him on the hot dogs and then we cooked fish tacos and, you know, my wife had some, you know, because we cooked that for dinner. And she's like, you guys need to do this more often. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we'll go fish more. Not a problem. Yeah, Not yeah. Problem oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good yeah. time, you know. That's right. So. <laughs> good stuff, man. Good stuff. Well, uh, another show in the books. Any final thoughts my friend no i mean just safe travels and everything you know go have your fun your scheduled out fun it just sounds i mean if there's work in there but man you're gonna do a bunch of cool stuff on the way out it's all work all work yep i bet with the I exception bet. of the saltwater fishing everything else will yeah. work i think you'll enjoy that too because that's oh that yeah yeah since it's, it's last neat. year I remember we were getting off the water last year and I told that gal, I said, can we schedule now for next year? And she's like, well, uh, yeah, I guess I've never had somebody book a year ahead. And I was like, well, just figure we'll be <laughs> here for ICOS and keep your schedule open. <laughs> and uh, I had hit her up and she was like, yeah, absolutely. Love to have you guys back. Cause you know, she was excited at the fact that uh, you know, we're all fishermen, right? So we knew what we were doing, basically, uh, for the most part. Like, I had never fished saltwater, but, you know, she's like, you guys know how to cast rods and hook yeah. fish, you know? So, yeah. like, you know, it's it's easy, and I get it. Like, I've taken people out that have never bass fished before, right? And that could be a struggle. But, yeah. Yeah, I'll just <clears> – yeah, I mean, like I told you when I went out there, it's – you know, we had uh, stayed off old Tampa Bay and I was going to do a lot more largemouth fishing because I wanted to, you know, get in some bigger bass. And 
so our hotel was right there off the rocks and so i was just casting fresh waters like spinners yeah and yeah. i caught uh a snook i didn't even, i didn't even know what it was because i've never seen a snook you know in my life on the end of my line sure you know, brought in on the ultralight not a joke yeah. You know, and it was probably about 20, 24 inches, you know, and then yeah. he busted off right at the rocks. And from then I was hooked. And then I would just, um, I would fish the tides. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Yeah. But it was cool because you'd catch something new, you know, because yeah. in the bays, I mean, everything comes through there. I mean, even dolphins. Well, uh, and, not that we're catching dolphins, but I mean, yeah, right, right. You know, but well, yeah, and that's was, what was, was super unique about that trip last year. Like, you know, like I said, we caught 13 different species between me, John Rapp, and Jimmy Skinner. And, you know, like, how do you beat that? Like, where can you go and catch 13 species in one yep. day? You know what I yeah. mean? I had this placard with fish. They get, like, I bought it at a place. Um, so I could, like, identify, you know, little unbeknownst to me, I was holding a puffer. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, he could have spiked me. I didn't know yeah. that, you know. But they got these other ones that are like grunters, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. it was cool because you're catching all kinds of weird stuff. You know, yeah. they got jacks out there running and yep. Yeah, <clears> we <throat> got into a school of those. Um, I had a blue crab bite onto my bait. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he held on and I got a photo of me holding it. I dude, I was so sunburned. Uh that photo is hilarious. I'll have to find that somewhere. But uh, yeah, no, that's yeah, cool. You're stuff, gonna have a great man. time, man. Yeah, I always look forward to iCast, man. It's uh, obviously it's a little pleasure mixed with a lot of business, and uh, I'm just excited to see all the new stuff. Um, I know there's uh, some boats being released down there, so excited to see those. And uh, it's always cool to see new new kayaks coming to the market and things like that. So. Um, and then not only that, but all the new baits and gear and things like that, you know? Yep. Sounds so. good, man. All right, guys. Well, we'll miss next week, uh, but get ready. ICAST week. We're going to have a ton of content being pumped out consistently on the Paddle and Finn podcast. Uh, we got John Rapp, Randy Newton, Jimmy Skinner, and Garrett um, all going to be down there, including myself. Um those guys will be set up in the Dubro fishing booth doing live streams with all types of guests, the whole show. So they're basically going to walk around the show and be like, Hey, you want to sit down for like a quick 20 minute podcast? So you never know who can end up on the podcast, right? Cause every name in the industry is walking around down there. So should be a lot of fun, man. I'm looking forward to it and uh, looking forward to seeing old faces and new faces, you know? So, uh appreciate everybody tuning in tonight be safe on the water have a good fourth of july everybody till next time boys and girls tight lines smooth paddle peace, peace.